Welcome back to the COS Business Podcast. My name is Andrew Hasley, and I am the host of the show. Today we have on Robert Phelan with Atmos, Atmos Planning, right? You got it. You got it. Glad to be here. <laughs> yeah, sweet, man. So can you tell us what your business is about? Yeah, absolutely. So to try to condense it down into as few sentences as possible, really, what we do is empower visionary entrepreneurs and real estate investors to build and pursue what they love um, while maximizing their net worth, their impact, and their quality of life. So that's what we're all about. Fantastic. You got yeah. that tagline down, man. It's, it took some practice. Okay. It took some practice. <laughs> Sweet. Well, I can't wait to get into that and explore that because I definitely need some education on that myself. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And uh, first, I'll read the, the, the sponsorships before we do get into that, though. Uh, so the first sponsorship is and will always be my video production company. <laughs> Uh, we, we produce videos for companies, uh, really helping them tell their story, uh, helping them make help, helping them look professional and further their businesses using the power of video. That's the goal with Behemoth Visuals is B2B, business to business, video production that can really maximize the effectiveness of video for business. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't got mine down yet. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. I usually just improvise it, change it every, every single time. Uh, and just feel what feels right. And Absolutely. I think since I do it that way and since I do it so much, it just refines itself and gets better and better. <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah, yeah. Very good. And then I'd also like to promote this advertising space right here at the beginning of every episode. Uh, you can have me read a 15-second to 30-second ad uh, promoting your business or promoting a movement that you want to uh, promote. Uh, just reach out to me and we can make that happen. I'll read read the ad script and uh, that's... That's magic, man. <laughs> Love it. Great it's, job. It's, yeah. essentially, it's essentially a uh, referral uh, for your business from me. Uh, I think that's the best way to look at it because, you know, people people connect with that. There's there's, there's, there's a good there's some good value in advertising at the beginning of a podcast. Uh, people do it on Joe Rogan's podcast and their pro- product probably take off because he's got such a large audience, which is... The goal with mine, uh, I'm, I'm wanting to grow the audience and, you know, as the audience grows, the value of what I charge for advertising space will grow. And I think that's 30 seconds or more. <laughs> that's great. No. And no, uh, I mean, the way you started off, you, you've been at this less than a year and I know your audience is just growing and growing and growing. Yeah, so yeah. Exciting time to get in. For sure. For sure. And what's cool about that is, you know, you can lock in uh, long-term deals for the current rate that I'm charging now. So, like, if you want to lock in, like, six months or a year of advertising on this show, you will lock in for the price that I'm charging right now. So, say the show grows, like, ten times in the, over the next three months or six months, then you still have that same rate. I'm not going to prorate it. I'm not going to increase it. You've locked in that contract for that deal. So, wow. I think that's that's some value. That's just keeping, keep, keeping adding some extra value so, you know, uh, I can build some interest for, for the advertising space and, you know, get people really wanting to – because, I mean – Long-term deals are, are just always better. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. For sure. Yeah, yeah. For so sure. that's that's the longest advertisement I've ever had. <laughs> oh, no, it's great. Good. I like, you know, talking about it. I think it's cool. So I'll roll the intro music and uh, we'll get started with the show. <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right. This is a show where we have real conversations with entrepreneurs and business owners who are mostly in Colorado Springs doing things in the community of Colorado Springs. Sweet. All right, Robert, how's it going? It's going great, <laughs> going great. Glad to be here. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I'm excited to, to really dive into what your business is about and uh, what you do. You're also an organizer for One Million Cups, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, so yeah. It's, a, it's a whole lot of fun. It's amazing community. 
of just entrepreneurs. I mean, really, it's Entrepreneurs Anonymous. You know, we get up there and yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm addicted to entrep- <laughs> entrepreneurship. So no, like it's a that. great collaboration of people. For sure. And addicted to coffee, too. Yes. <laughs> yes. The, there's a reason why it's called One Million Cups. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> so that that's cool. Has, has that... Uh, what what is what what is the the value that you see out of uh, being an organizer for one million cups? For sure. So when I started going, I started going probably as most people did, um, wanting to connect with other people in the community, probably mm-hmm. looking for business in a way. And I quickly realized the value in that group lies in just the connections, the relationships, what you can learn from the other people mm-hmm. in that group. So it, it really became you know a moment you know every Wednesday at nine a.m. where I would go and get motivated and excited for the week, just listening to the stories for sure of people that you know, what successes, what struggles that they had, and then just get to network and, and connect with some really amazing people. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to now be able to speak? Uh, yes, yes. With yes. this new business, I've been asked to speak, <laughs> which is exciting. So Yeah, because uh, Million Cups, they have uh, restrictions on who can speak. Yes. And uh, what are those restrictions? Yeah, so the restrictions, so usually when we say it, it's around um, financial advisors, any MLM, um, what are some of the others realtors mm-hmm. and what it comes down to is like, we're not against those industries at all. Like yeah, we're, yeah. we want those people. There's a lot of those people there. It's more about owning the practice. Cause we want the owners of the business up there speaking. So, yes. um, you know, if you're a Keller, Keller Williams, real estate agent, like we'd love to have you in the group. Um, but unless you're owning the company, that's th- we really wanted the owners and the mm-hmm. entrepreneurs that started owners and their founders. business from their scratch, you know, to get yeah. up there and, and speak to their story. That was that was the original uh, plan for this podcast as well, like only owners and founders. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to expand it to just business and nature, and business in all forms. Like we had someone who works at Bob Pincus, mm-hmm. uh, and he's just a car dealer. Uh, but car dealers, there's a lot of business that they. It's it's essentially when you are a commission, mm-hmm. it, there is a lot of things, business principles that that you could provide value for on the show specifically. <laughs> oh yeah, you absolutely have to have an entrepreneurial mindset. Get, I mean, realtors like you're you're they're not paying you a salary to get out and do that and work no, every yeah. day. Um, <laughs> you're the one that's responsible for going out and getting your own clients. So yeah, there's a definite aspect of you. You have to you have to run it like a business for sure. So so that's why I expanded outside of just founders and owners of because I mean it's mostly that. But uh, I just wanted to uh, – th- the goal is to talk about business and yeah. really see what value we can provide to the community uh, via the podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. So so you're going to speak. Uh, do you have a, a date planned yet? I don't have a date planned, so we recently had to switch back to virtual for a oh, while. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um, so we've got speakers lined up us- about, I think, until January or February right now. Okay, So sweet. sometime after that. So probably first quarter – uh, 2021. Oh, I can't wait to be there and, and, and see what you got. What yeah, you got. Really exciting. Really <laughs> exciting. So your business, you recently, you, you were working under a branch under a, like a financial advisory company and then you went out and started your own. Is that what happened? Yes. Uh, very, very close. So yes, I was working for, um, thriving financial. Okay. Um, the easiest way to describe that model. Um, and for people that are already aware, will understand this, but it's, it's typically like a franchise. So we get all their systems, their processes, mm-hmm. their platforms, and their marketing power. But you're really, it's up to you to go out and build your own business. For sure. Um, yeah. And then along that path, um, ended up finding a niche that I wanted to go down and follow. And there was going to be more opportunity to build out mm-hmm. a business for myself and a new brand uh, in order to do that. So made the yeah, transition yeah. this year. <laughs> so what's that? What's the Atmos uh, for? So Atmos, um, so that's, that's a great question. And 
for me, it was actually, it came down to my brand strategist and design and okay. trusting somebody that knows what they're doing. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't have a personal, like exciting connection to that word, mm-hmm. but it makes sense. You know, one, you know, you know, marketing advertising, you want a short word that's easy to say yeah, yeah. and people can type very easily. And then the second is it's, it's around, you know, the highest you can go on the earth, right? The atmosphere. Nice. So that's where the term derives. So, and that's where, what we're trying to do is just optimize what our clients are doing and get them to their best life possible. For sure. I want to visit other atmospheres. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I want to go even higher. Yeah. Uh, Mars specifically, I, I would like to visit there. That's one of my, my goals is to visit Mars, and I'm going to make it happen. Absolutely. <laughs> well, there's I'm, there's a line already signing up for that. So. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. And as, it, as the technology progresses, it's going to be more affordable and more practical to actually make that happen. I, yeah. I, I thought I wanted to live there. But I realized I just want to visit. Yes. Yeah. I think visiting, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Well, I wanted to live there so I could have kids there and call them Martians. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. But, <laughs> Soon we'll have to have um, passports, you know, that yeah. show what, what country or what um, what world or planet you were Interplanetary born Interplanetary yeah. travel, man. That's... I love, I love talking about that stuff and it just, we, we brought up Atmos and uh, at, just that word triggered that in my mind. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so... It also feels professional. And I don't know if that's just because I know mm-hmm. you and you feel professional. And like, so it just adds that to the brand. But I think Atmos, Atmos planning feels pretty professional too. No, thank you. And yeah, I yeah. <laughs> really, really along the brand elements of what we're going for is mastery yet relational. So to be that light for the entrepreneurs and real estate investors that we work with, you know, there's a level of knowledge um, that you have to bring to the table to, to work with these folks. But at the same time, you've got to be relational with these mm-hmm. folks. So, um, and also too, you know, we, you know, when I started out in the financial industry, I was wearing the suit and tie and everything like that. And I thought that's, that's how you have to get clients, especially at my mm-hmm. age, you got to look the part and realize the people that I wanted to work with. I mean, they weren't wearing that. It was casual, it's jeans and a sports coat okay. or, or a polo <laughs> or something like that. So it goes back to, you know, how, how do we show that we're really good at what we do, but at the same time, we're really here just to support and help, mm-hmm. help what you're doing. We're not trying to, to, to fool you or bullshit you. Or exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 So, so what is some of the things that you that you do for, for businesses, business owners and entrepreneurs? Yeah, absolutely. So it starts with, um, you know, we, we operate out of what we call the personal CFO model, which really we're trying to grow that. Um, mm-hmm. And it's specifically designed for business owners and real estate investors. There's a long story of how that model came about. Um, but really, we see it as a, an opportunity in the financial services market because, um, you know, when we talk to business owners and entrepreneurs, real estate investors, they're really getting underserved right now about all the many various financial services that are out there. Mm. Um, so really we're trying to combine a lot of those elements together, but just give them a person that's sitting on the same side of the table, um, just navigating, you know, both their personal life and their business life as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just because your personal goals and your business goals as well, they, they're so intertwined yet mm-hmm. seem to compete sometimes. Like for example, um, you know, there's a business owner we're working with, his wife wants to get a new house. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's certain tax strategies that have been used that, He's making great revenue on a monthly basis, but because of the tax strategies that were implemented by a CPA, he doesn't, on paper, it doesn't look like he makes enough money to afford a new house. Mm. So, which is, which is great, right? You know, that CPA is doing this job, like that CPA is doing what he was hired to do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we have to take that in the context of like, what does, what's their whole life picture, mm-hmm. right? And you got to keep the wife happy at the same time. Like she, you know, she wants things for her kids and, and growth for her kids. Um, so it's, it's rebalancing all that and taking, you know, all those various inputs from your, again, your personal life and your business life and putting that together and really helping you determine what's truly best for you. 
because there's a thousand different places you can go and get advice from. Yeah, yeah. And really everyone gives advice based on three things. It's, you know, how they're compensated, right, which drives a lot of the advice out there in the industry. Mm -hmm. uh, it's their education, their background, and, and then it's what you hire them for. So you just always have to be mindful of where is that advice coming from and then, you know, what are the motives behind that advice? For sure. So advertise or not advertising, uh, advising. <laughs> uh, so you, you, when you say personal CPA, now it's starting to click. Like it's more based on like not your business, but your life or a mixture of both. But it's more, it's focused on your life goals. Yeah. So there, there is an extreme intentionality around the term personal CFO as mm -hmm. we're going through that, because, you know, when, you know, you look at it, the easiest way to think about it is if you have a business owner, imagine them at the center of a page, right? At the top of the page is all their personal goals and what they want for themselves. Mm -hmm. On the bottom of that page is all their business goals and everything they want there. And where you can get advice from in those aspects on your personal side, you have a financial planner, you've got, you know, a CPA that's filing your taxes for you. You've got a life coach. You've got, you know, very, you know, you got family and friends That's a huge influence mm -hmm. as well on your business side. You know, again, you have your CPA, your accountant, your bookkeeper, um, your tax, your tax filer. Um, you may have a business coach. Um, mm -hmm. And so there's, there's all your, and that you as a business owner are already wearing how many hats, right? Mm -hmm. Between your video production company, the podcast. Oh Yeah. And you can go out and you're, you know, most business owners that we're talking to, they felt stuck in the sea of advice where it's like this, you know, my insurance person is telling me to do this. My financial planner is telling me to do this. Mm. My CPA is telling me to do this. And the problem is no one's sitting down at the same table and talking and saying, no, this, this is why I'm giving this advice. And it's because of this personal goal over here. This is why I'm giving this tax advice because mm -hmm. it's this business goal over here. So no, you know, the idea of the personal CFO is we're bringing all that connection together and we're sitting down with those folks mm -hmm. and then helping the business owners cipher through that advice to truly get what they want for themselves in life. Nice. And so, so financial planning and CPAs aren't the same thing. No, I thought they were. No. So, <laughs> so CPAs, um, certified public accountant. So mm -hmm. they do a lot of, as far as like your bookkeeping. So they do a lot of the compliance work necessary. You know, the IRS wants to come in and see your books are all in order. Mm -hmm. They do a lot of tax planning for folks and then they also file your taxes. Do you make the them the year. same thing? Is that what you are? Uh, no. So we, we don't do books. Eventually we're going to bring that service in house okay. just because that's a huge pain point for folks. And we're talk we're in talk with a couple mm -hmm. companies here, actually local in Colorado Springs to, to partner do up with. Yes, exactly. Nice. Um, but again, at the end of the day, a, a lot of times if you're under $10 million in revenue, the, you know, the CPAs that we've run into in that world, there's just some tax strategies that are missing um, mm. And it's, it's, it's not that they're doing they're you know, they're doing a great job for their clients, but we've, we've walked in with a client that had a CPA and accountant and their books were probably the best we'd ever seen. And yet we went through and we found an extra 20% of tax savings year over year over year oh, wow. that they're going to be able to realize. And so, and even at a small amount, you know, over 20, 25 years, it's $350,000. So, for sure. so it's important. So we take a, we take a look at it from just a different perspective. So we're, we're not your bookkeeper. We're not your we're not your CPA, but we want to help mm. coordinate the advice and the professionals that are in your world that are giving you that advice. How do you, where, where do you go out and find a lot of your, your knowledge? From, I know, so a lot of it's based on um, education and experience mm -hmm. and then hiring people that are smarter than me nice. <laughs> at the same <laughs> That's time. That's good. <laughs> so, um, you know, I've, I've got a fairly extensive background in financial management. So I came from um, the private equity world. So I used to be a head analyst on a two and a half billion dollar real estate and commercial multifamily portfolio. 2.5 B? 
Yes, Billion. with a B, with a B. <laughs> so, which it was an amazing team, great group of people. I had, um, you know, a boss that truly invested in me. Um, nice. And, you know, gave, you know, gave me a lot of the education experience that I needed that helped me launch out into something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then jumping out from that into financial planning, got to see that world. And, yeah, you yeah. know, I'm a big believer in learn the industry before you try to change the industry. Yeah, for um, sure. And, you know, learn the rope. So that's that was that exploratory process of really diving into more of the industry and the more personal relationships. And at the, at the end of the day, I just want to work with people that every single phone call I get energy and excitement from. I like that. Same yeah. here, man. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So so Thrive Vincent Financial Advisory Company. Yes. That was yep. the company you were working for before you started Atmos, which you just started in November, right? Yes, actually. So we, we launched uh, November 2nd or 3rd okay. it was, and it's, um, yeah, it's taken off since then. That's so good. we've already, we've got one individual on our team already. We're talking to several more um, just because of the growth path that we're on. Nice, nice. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, man. it's exciting. <laughs> it's exciting. So yeah, yeah. So, so I was just thinking of something and I lost it, but oh, well, uh, let me let me find my balance. Listen to the, the, the birds chirp. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think I have. There it is. There it is. <laughs> just keep um, things going. Okay, that'll go forever. All yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, definitely. Uh, that's fantastic. I just I'm I'm gonna go on a side note here. Okay. Oil change. I haven't done this on the show for a while. Okay. Uh, Scott, you know Scott. Yes, Scott I, I do. Uh, he he came here he on his episode and he, he gave like twenty oil changes and I want to give you an Sweet. oil change no, that's on awesome. behalf of the show and behalf of Adam and Sons uh Adam and Sons Auto Plaza. <laughs> oh, well, thanks to Scott and Adam and Sons. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah, definitely, man. And uh that's cool. Uh so that's cool. I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah. It's cool like we know Scott through similar networking events that we both go through. Mm-hmm. Uh has networking helped you at all uh, with growing your business? So I'd say Networking, what I what I love to do is find really great people that are up to great things, and and I'll say a lot of the networking, right? It's all of us, you know, we're early on, mm-hmm. right, in our business, and we're excited. I I think the power of networking more comes from the long term relationships that you can build. I think yeah, the, the old networking of you give me three referrals, I give you three referrals. It's extremely transactional. I know that still works in mm-hmm. other markets, but what I love about Colorado Springs is that. It's so relationship driven, mm-hmm. right? You, you don't last long if you try to come in and just run transactions, right? So yeah, yeah. there's a long-term development of relationships. And I think the power of that comes is as you build those relationships and help build other people up, mm-hmm. um, you know, what does the next three years look like for them, the f- next five years, the next 10 years, and you can all grow together from that. So I, I think that's really where the power of networking and the focus of networking should be. Yeah, yeah. And I, I do too. And I think that that's actually like, Colorado Springs has a good foundation in that. Uh, but, you know, I think, you know, that's that's tried and true. Like, the people who have done that in networking for, for decades have sh- probably built up something, or been able to build up something significant because of that. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I do think that's where, where things are going. And maybe I wasn't around when uh, doing business just over a couple of years ago, so I don't know how things were. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, no. I'm sure, I mean, I do I do know, like, you know, it used to be restriction, like, strictly only you know like wearing business suits and you know this and that and now I, f- I feel like at least maybe it's just colorado springs but networking is on- as entrepreneurship is blown up i think mm. that's where it's kind of it kind of evolved into a more relational kind of thing you know because it's just like a community and yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely no i think there's something definitely special about colorado springs because i've been in other cities before nice. and um, worked in other cities before 
Um, but I also think it's also the newer generations that are coming up and starting mm-hmm. their own businesses. And, and I think overall the, the tone is, you know, we want to do business differently. Yeah. Um, and we want to do it with people, you know, do it with people we, we love. We're excited to work with yeah, each yeah. and every single day. And you, you don't do that based on transactions. You do it based on relationships. For sure. And that, that goes down to like the, the whole, the whole corporate world is, is starting to, you know, like tumble. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely changed. And mm-hmm. I, I was talking with a few folks the other day, I think 2020 in the pandemic, just where we were headed five or 10 years from now, just accelerated that to today oh, yeah. regarding, you know, working from home, you know, virtual, yeah, yeah. having teams spread out across the country. We were headed in that direction already and now we were forced into it much faster. So I think mm-hmm. I think there's gonna be a lot of positive things. Um, there's a lot of things to learn that we should, you know, could have done differently over this year, but there are a lot of positive changes that'll come about for yeah, yeah. make people's lives better in the future. I think so too. I think that we've it's really uh, shaken up the world in a good way. Uh, usually, when things happen like this, there's usually something that blooms out of it that is even better. Uh, like you know, it sucks. You're right. yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But uh, but yeah. So so I I think I remember what I was going to ask you. I wanted to really dive more into like financial advisory tips and and stuff like that. Like, what are some of the common things you've noticed? Uh, when you were running Th- Thrivent that you've helped people with? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll speak closer to business owners to answer that question. So I think okay. the number one issue, well, I, th- I think it's the, the status 82% of business fail because of cash flow issues. Mm-hmm. Now, part of that can be derived from like maybe your product wasn't needed by the market, right? Maybe there wasn't a market for, the, for your product. Mm-hmm. Maybe you didn't have great customer service. So there's a whole slew of reasons behind just you weren't bringing in money, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I think there's other businesses out there that, I mean, specifically that we're working with now that they're they're driving, you know, upwards of, you know, they may be driving $10,000 a month in revenue to, there's a company that's doing $80,000 a month in revenue mm-hmm. and the owners aren't taking a salary, right? So it's, mm. there's a power, you know, if you they're ever not read being the book. Paying, they're not be pay, be paying themselves? They're not paying themselves and they're keeping all the money in the company, which again, like there's, you know, there's aggressive ways to grow your company by reinvesting. We absolutely yeah, yeah. encourage that. But at the same time, if you're not strategically building personal and meaningful wealth yeah. along the way, um, then you're going to end up with, you know, a million dollar revenue business. And it's, you're going to have the same benefit as having a hundred thousand dollar business. So we encourage people don't grow mm. for gross sake. Like let's strategically plan on how you're going to pay yourself. So usually that's where we start is how do we get an owner to start paying himself a paycheck consistently? And there's some tax strategies behind that as well. Yeah, um, yeah. But you could wake up and all of a sudden, if all the revenue is gone in two years from now and you yeah. need to start something else, you you don't have any money left to do that. You're screwed, yeah. yeah. And that's why it's good to set up multiple streams of income. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and that's that's what I'm working on, uh, really making that happen. I'm about to set up some print-on-demand stuff for for behemoth visuals merch mm-hmm. uh, just because i had a couple people ask me like they liked my design and they were like i would love that shirt and yeah you know when COVID first happened i actually did produce like a bunch of merch and uh you know but i did it myself and i shipped it all myself it was a headache so it's like just print on demand take about half of what the profits i made yeah. i don't have to touch it don't have to worry about it and it's just, just a stream of income on the side and it just is automated yeah, just add designs to that. So that's no, going to be absolutely. one little stream of income that I'm adding on. And I, I mean, you're right. I mean, I, I guess that is probably a common thing because 
I have not really done that myself, paid no. myself. It's kind of felt like it's just all been the business. Absolutely. And no, you you probably write yourself a check for, all right, I got to pay my rent and I need groceries for the month. So I'll just pay myself enough. Yeah, right? yeah. Or I'll use the I business I just transfer yeah. it from the business exactly. account to the... It, and I don't know if it's smart to talk about my finances, but <laughs> no, 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 no. It's no. Thank you for sharing. But I mean, that's yeah, yeah. that's a lot of people that we start out working mm-hmm. with, right? No, regardless of where they're at revenue wise, um, you know, that's how they're paying yourself. And you're bringing up some other things around uh, different streams of income. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who we really work with are are, are visionary entrepreneurs, yes. and real estate investors, and we always say, you know, they have a vision bigger than themselves. Mm-hmm. So. They have it. Like you know, the idea I told you before the show. You, exactly. Right. So you were speaking my language right there when you were talking about yeah. that. But it's the idea that money's great. Like it's an awesome tool. Like we, we love it, right? Uh, that's what our world runs on today. Um, but at the same time, we work with people that money's not the end all be all, right? It's, yeah, yeah. It's a great tool to get what we want in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're aware of the community and the impact they could have on their team, the people around them, the people in their city, the people across the world. Um, so they have a mission just beyond let's build a huge business, right? Yeah. yeah. How do we build a huge business and create, you know, an amazing culture for use that our business people. to make an impact. Exactly. <laughs> and how do we, you know, how are we giving back? So, I mean, I could list down our, our clients and every single one of them have that sort of mission or that heart, nice. whether it be for their family, for their community, for just different programs that they do for outreach. But the exciting thing about visionary entrepreneurs and really what, you know, I, where, where this started was how do I have, you know, I get energy and excitement from you know, talking around those different ideas. Yeah, and, yeah. And it was how, how do I have more of those conversations, right? For sure. And then how do I get paid more, which all comes back to how do you drive more value to those yeah, folks? Yeah, yeah. But those visionary entrepreneurs, like you're saying, you always have that next idea in mind. It's always that next business, that next, you know, stream mm-hmm. of income. And it's really balancing all that. Like, how do you go out and achieve that, right? For sure. So how do you a pull an of, Elon Musk? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And that's why I'm a huge fan of the book uh, Rocket Fuel. If you if you haven't read it, I highly recommend okay. it. Okay. Um, I hand it out left and right to, <laughs> to people to as well. I'm about to make that a, a, a built-in question to this show because I love the different books I get recommended. I'm going to start yes, asking, like, yeah. what books do you recommend? So no, that's Rocket great. Ship. Uh, Rocket Fuel. Rocket, Rocket Fuel. Fuel. But it talks about visionaries and integrators, right? It's the people that have the dream that are usually started the company in most cases, mm-hmm. but you need someone in your life that lets you work on the business and above the yeah, business. Yeah, you need an admin or something business. like that. <laughs> yeah, and it goes beyond that of like, eventually you want somebody that's running three or four of your companies for you a coup. and letting you to be- A COO. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and letting you, know, letting you dream about the next venture, the yeah, next yeah. In- impact you're going to make. So For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's, that's exciting. I, yeah. I have lots of ideas, uh, and I like to execute them on them. And like this, this podcast, like this summer, when I decided to like from going from people's offices and just you know throwing up a camera and not really caring how it looked, uh, to and doing it once a week. To I was like I went on a hiatus for four months with the with the podcast because of COVID happened, and then I had this big vision of like this podcast is going to be like something like huge, something that's like super impactful. And I was like, I need, I need a space downtown Colorado Springs for the, for the COS business podcast. I was like, it has to be downtown. It has to be, I've never bought an office space before. I didn't even know uh, how to go about it. And it just within like 24 hours, you know, I was able to get someone to help me out with a little bit of, of the funds to make it happen. And I didn't, wasn't even asking it, just I was talking about it. And they were like, okay, here. <laughs> and then and then on top of that, within like the next 48 hours, I had a meeting with someone and they, it was in this building and they were like, we can get you a spot in this building. 
And I was like, within just being so excited about the idea, I was attracting it happening like more rapid than ever, like on, of anything that I've had an idea for. It was wild. <laughs> Absolutely. No, it's it's amazing what can happen when you you start to tell people what you're you're about or what yeah, you're doing. Yeah. So I've got um I've got two different coaches as well that I, I use, but I'm very nice. I've gotten a lot better about if there's an idea I have or something that I want to do and I'm not sure I'm going to do it going out and telling somebody that I'm going to take action on this and I'm going to do it mm-hmm. and hold me accountable, please. And, ask, sure. and asking for that accountability because then I now I, I have to do this, right? I have to make this happen. And it's interesting, the connections, the other people you'll find along the way that want to help you in your journey. Definitely. I'm going to hit this button. Yep. Yeah, man. Especially when you're like really excited about it <laughs> and yeah. like you're talking to people and it's like, it's just, I forgot where I was going to go with that train of thought, but yeah, I was just thinking, what were you saying? No, it's just more around, you know, you start putting it out into the world of mm-hmm. like, I'm going to accomplish this or this is what's yeah, going to yeah. happen. And especially in a community like this um, and really several other communities as well, people are going to rally to that. You know, mm-hmm. the people that share that excitement, that energy. And that's where the, you know, going back to our conversation earlier about the power of networking. Mm-hmm. I think that's where the power of networking is. Yeah, it's really yeah. those relationships and surrounding your people that have, you know, surrounding yourself with people that have different backgrounds, different um you know, different life experiences, but that same energy level and that desire for growth and impact. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking of something. Uh, your video that you did on LinkedIn, uh, it was so good. Some Someone who's one of your friends on LinkedIn uh, reached out to me, added me, and they were like, did you do the video for Robert? <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I, I think I commented back, um, you know, not for this first round. That was just me. You know, someone I called or a couple of people had called me out saying, hey, you're not posting video content. Like, you need to share yeah, this yeah, with the yeah. world. <laughs> um, so I did. So it was just one of those, you know, put it together, throw it up there. But yeah, I yeah. um, planning on leaving it to the professionals here pretty soon. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I was just saying, like, he he, 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 th- he thought it was so good that a professional did it. <laughs> well, thank you. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, is there anything specific you'd like to promote today? Um, let's see. I think the only th- thing I'd share is um, anyone that's listening to the show or, um, you know, comes on and speak, we'll offer, you know, for the first, I'd say 25, we figured out we could do the first 25 that reach out to us. Yeah. Uh, we'll do a free tax efficiency audit. So that's nice. a small piece of our business. When I went back to, you know, we were able to, f- usually we find on average between 20 and 30% savings, you know, for every single year, which can yeah. add up over time, even if you have a CPA or an accountant. Um, so totally free. We'll just take a look and and at the end of the day, you know, hopefully everything's in order, you know, and we can give you the thumbs up. There's nothing to do. Um, but if not, you know, we're more than happy to put that together. So the first 25 that reach out to us, um, we'll do a free tax efficiency plan for. That's fantastic, yep. man. Well, I appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah, man. So, so yeah, I guess we can call this a, a wrap. Uh, this has been the COS Business Podcast. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for having me on.